Welcome to Glory Days, a tribute to a time when rock stars roam the earth. We start each show with a beer and a bad attitude. That's the beer. And let me throw some attitude at you. Some information came across my desk that, I guess, angry, it's not the word, I'm not angry, but I'm just like, ugh, really? That's the reaction, I wasn't angry, I was like, ugh, really? I found out about this through Kenneth on Facebook. He announced that Sam Smith was going to sing the theme song for the new James Bond album. And I thought, wow, that's super lame. I mean, Sam Smith, to me, is, is no different than an Ed Sheeran. It's a pussy rock. There are a bunch of pussies singing about pussy things. You can like those guys. I'm exaggerating. I don't really care that much. I was thinking, well, that's a pretty lame-ass song. Here it is. Let me put it down. Here's Sam Smith singing the new James Bond. And it starts out very dramatic. Typical James Bond fashion. So I'm like, oh, all right. That sounds James Bondish. I've been before. God. He's got the voice of an angel. So I was immediately turned off. So then I, I researched past James Bond songs. I thought that I could make a really good comparison, saying what happened to today's rock and why are we listening to Sam Smith singing a James Bond theme song. But I went back and they, they're not much better. Let's listen to it a little bit. And we could bring it back to the 80s. All right, here's a James Bond theme song from a band. Oop. Duran Duran. I was a metalhead in the 80s, but there are a few artists that caught my attention, even though they were not metal or rock and roll even, or pop. Duran Duran was one of those bands that I enjoyed in the 80s, outside of the genre of heavy metal hair bands. Meeting you with a view to a kill. I saw these guys recently on Jimmy Fallon. They were pretty kick-ass. Mad props to Duran Duran for staying, staying in shape. Looks like they've been working out. Good stylist, even. Thought they were hip-looking, hip. I was impressed with the recent Duran Duran release, which... Maybe I'll pull up later. I mean, I, I like this song way better than the Sam Smith, but I guess you could make an argument that it isn't much better. So here's a very famous 007 theme song by Shirley. Diamonds. Goldfinger. 
I mean, that's just, got, that's just a classy tune right there. And still, in my book, better than a Sam Smith singing a James Bond tune. But again, this isn't that kick-ass. This is James Bond. Let's listen to one more. I mean, James Bond. He's kick-ass. He's so kick-ass that Tom Jones got to pick this one, Thunderball. <laughs> Definitely. I love Tom Jones way better than Sam Smith, but I'm not going to make the point that he's better than Sam Smith. Because <laughs> this is pretty ridiculous. I love Tom Jones. But how about this? What if I was in charge? If I was in charge of the soundtrack for 007. You would be watching some sort of trailer of Mr. Bond skiing down a mountain. Who's, who's playing James Bond? Maybe I will research and edit that in. I have no idea. Is it that guy from Quantum of Solace? I'm asking nobody because my co-host Mike is not here with me. <sighs> There's an empty feeling in my heart. All right, but if I was in charge of the soundtrack for 007... Picture James Bond doing James Bond things with machine guns, and here we go. Seek and destroy by Metallica. Metallica, seek and destroy. James Bond skiing down a mountain. Machine guns going off all around him. Helicopters shooting missiles. Uh. Yeah, right. I mean, if this is a trailer and you're sitting in a movie theater watching something else, you're going to go see this James Bond movie, wouldn't you? Would not you? Sam Smith. Put Metallica in there. Fuck Sam Smith. 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 What was Ed Sheeran too busy to do the themes, the theme song for 007? They had to get Sam Smith. Ed Sheeran was too busy sucking. Yeah, right. Ed Sheeran sucks. Ed Sheeran sucks. Sam Smith sucks. Sam Smith. Ed Sheeran. That's a James Bond theme song. Or how about this one? Symphony of Destruction. I envision a motorboat with sharks with laser beams attached to them shooting at James Bond. Uh, you 
know who would see this fucking James Bond movie? Kenneth. Kenneth would see this one. Megadeth. Countdown to Extinction. Symphony of Destruction. That's a James Bond theme song right there. Or how about this one? A little Shoot to Thrill by ACDC. Although, this was used in Iron Man. So whoever did the Iron Man soundtrack, kudos to you. You used all ACDC. Iron Man 2, something like that. Iron Man 3. Shoot the thrill. I'm picturing some sort of hang gliding thing. He's in a hang glider. He's got a bow and arrow and a hang glider. One of those Rambo 3 with explosive tip bow and arrows. that as a James Bond theme song, right? I mean, this is good too, right? Mm, yeah. Guess it's true, I'm not good at a one-night stand. I'm not good at the one-night stands. But I still need love cause I'm just a man. These nights never seem to go to plan. Sounds like he has lots of sand in his vagina. I don't want you to leave where you hold my hand. Oh, won't you stay with me? You need some gentle soap. Cause you're all I need. Put it in a washcloth and just wash your vagina. Love, it's clear to see. Get something but that's uh, non-scented. If you got like a scented wash, it may irritate your vagina, Sam Smith, when you wash the sand out of it. No, it's not a good look in some self-control. Deep down I know this never works. My vagina is starting to hurt right now. That's a problem. Oh, won't you stay with me? We need to get the taste out of our mouth right now. My mouth tastes like a sandy vagina. What can we play to get the sand and vagina taste out of my mouth? You know what it would be? Right here. (laughs) 
The only thing that gets that taste out of your mouth is Pantera. Pantera. Ugh. Fuck yeah. Yeah, now I can taste the balls. I have the taste of balls in my mouth. Testosterone. Is that too much? That's a little too much, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry about that. I may need to get, bring us back to some hair metal. You guys know what this is? It's Look with the Cat Dragon by Poison. My band Teaser covered this song. This next segment, it's new. I just came up with it just now. Because it turns out we have at least three, well, four, because one's a couple, three slash four loyal listeners. Yes. Hey, you have to start somewhere. But these four people are intelligent, and they like this. I question their judgment. I question their intelligence. All the fans of the podcast. One's a scientist. One's a high-end realtor. Yeah, high-end realtor. That's how I described you, Laura. I don't actually know what the fuck you do. You sell and buy and sell real estate. But Laura, I picked this song for you. It's called Uncle Tob's Cabin by Warrant. Shout out to Laura. Laura L. Uncle Tom's Cabin by Warrants. There's no reason for me to pick that for you, Laura. I just thought it's kick-ass and she'd hear it. 
I heard that song on the way down to Hilton Head, South Carolina, where I was DJing Trainer Kevin's wedding. Yes, I was DJing some sweet beats, mixing some sweet beats. And who went along for the ride? Who was my plus one for this trip? It was no other than Masha Lopez, who I will dedicate this very special, special shout out to Marsha. This song has been requested for not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Yeah, five. Five podcasts this song has come up. It is When the Children Cry by White Lion. Apparently, Marsha has fond memories. When she hears the song, she goes back to that time. I do like his voice. Little child Dry your crying eyes How can I explain The fear you feel inside The crack Cause you were born Into this evil world Where men is killing me Yes, Marsh and I drove ten hours there To and fro DC to SC, SC to DC. Whole way, what do we listen to? What the fuck do you think we listen to, bitch? Hair Nation. Hair Nation is all heavy metal, hair bands. Thus the name Hair Nation. All right. Another shout out to uh, Justin and Camille. I do not know why I picked this song for you. Maybe it's because Camille, you're you're you're, um, you're not tall. I mean, so I don't know why maybe I picked this. I'm not saying you're short. I'm just you're not tall. That's a good way of putting it. And I just think you should hear this song if you've never heard it. It's it's Little Susie by Van Tesla. This goes out to Justin and Camille. You're both awesome. I spend at least one, one week a year with you guys. So this is Little Susie by Tesla. It's a long intro. Maybe it's because you have a little one at home now. When I first met you two, you weren't even married. You did not have children. Now you have, you're, you're doing both those things. You're married with child. It's a very sweet intro. I think, you know, something you could uh, share with your child. This is a nice song by Tesla. Little Susie's on the up. Yeah. 
I mean, the names have been changed to protect the innocent, of course. But you know who you are. All right, my co-host, Heavy Metal Mike. He's currently in Seattle, Washington. And so I decided to do a little call-in with Mike. It wouldn't be the same without at least hearing a little bit from him. So Mike is live from Seattle. And we used some new technology. I taped a phone call off tape a call. It wasn't that good of quality. So this is the part of the podcast you're going to have to put on some headphones. Kind of like going and seeing a 3D movie and when they tell you to put on the glasses. Same thing. So I'm going to have to ask you guys to go ahead and put on your headphones. And here it is. Here's our conversation with Mike. You still there? Yep, sir. Yep. All right, Mike, we have some new technology <clears throat> that I'd like to introduce to you. It's called tape call It is an app for the iPhone that allows you and I to tape our conversations while you're doing fancy sort of uh, work stuff. So you have a new job, huh? Do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about your new job, Mike, do you? Well, the first thing i got to do is i got to put on my, uh, my uh, Star Trek headset so I can talk to you like I'm um, in the future. So hold on, hold on one second. Yeah, I'm going to open a beer, though. Oh yeah. All right, there we go. Man, that was that was awesome. Wait, so, what, did um, just, what did you just do? I just put on a headset. Oh yeah, sweet. That's not uh, new technology. Headsets have been around for decades. I just <clears throat> I just got I just got one just just recently, so you know it's kind of new to me. All right, so everybody, Mike, right now is he is phoning in. We're using technology. Uh, we purchased. We now have a. Hey, uh, the technology, the technology uses lasers, which is yes. Well, we, we're big here at the uh, Lowry Days podcast. We're big fans of lasers. I don't know if you know this. I have a piece of information for you, but uh, we just launched the Glory Day satellite. So now we can we can do this anywhere in the world, Mike. And we have our own satellite. It's uh, yeah. Glory we know Days. it, we, dude. Be, Chad, I feel like we should give a big uh, shout out to NASA for working with us on this one. You know? Oh my God! Guess what? What? I introduced a new segment on this podcast, podcast number six, and the segment is called Shoutouts. So, what well, song, dude, what song would you want to play for NASA in Mike's shoutout? This is, this is Mike's shoutout to NASA. What song should we play? I think we've got to play uh, Pump Up the Volume. Oh, yeah, that's not a good one. Wrong podcast, no, sorry. That's, that's okay, I think, I think it's pretty obvious. I think we've got to do Europe Final Countdown, which is in the new Geico <laughs> commercial, which is so awesome. By request. The final countdown by Europe. Mike, shout out to NASA. What does NASA stand for?
Have you seen that commercial? I don't think so. Well, let me describe it for our uh, listeners. Uh, there's a guy at his job, and he's making a burrito. And he has a burrito in the microwave, and there's about 15 seconds left for his burrito to cook. And as the countdown starts going down, all of a sudden the camera pans to the band Europe in the corner of his cafeteria at work playing the final countdown. And when I saw that commercial, the, my first thought was, that's the exact commercial I would make if I had enough money and someone paid me to make a commercial. That's the commercial, literally. That uh, so. sounds like the 80s are making a comeback. Maybe. Maybe maybe it's because of this podcast. I don't know. I mean, it's possible, right? I mean, so we only have like three listeners on, on SoundCloud, whatever. But maybe one of those listeners is Obama, right? That's why. They, you know, they say it's this. We're going to approach it the same way we had approached a gig, Mike. You know, it doesn't matter if there's one person in the audience or a thousand people in the audience. That it doesn't matter if it's just if, it, if it's just James' mom or you know if it's just Ryan's mom. It doesn't matter. It's just you know. It doesn't. You have to perform your best because you don't know if that one person could be an agent. I mean, it's never happened, and the likelihood of that happening is slim to none. But it could. That bartender at that dive hole in the wall you're playing at three in the morning. Uh, that bartender's cousin could be. Chuck Berry's cousin. You don't know. Chuck Berry, are we in Back to the Future? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a Back to the Future reference. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chuck, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin. Oh, yeah, man. check out the sound. You never know, man. <laughs> Let me just but, check um, you out. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, I'm, in, I'm actually in Seattle right now. I'm not in my new job. I'm finishing up my old job. And I can talk about that because it's kind of a funny situation where basically uh, I put in my two weeks notice right before I left to go on a trip to work with people. So I haven't seen people face-to-face since I put in my two weeks' notice. Oh, God. Because I put my two weeks' notice in, and then the Pope was in D.C. And so the office, nobody was at the office for the last two days. And then today is the first day I'm actually seeing people face-to-face. And it's it's pretty awkward, and it's funny, because as soon as I get back, I'm, I'm out of this job. So kind of an interesting <laughs> situation. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, when you leave, you're going to be like in, uh, was it half-baked, or, you know, well, my, yeah. Actually, my, my kids are here, so I can't swear. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Talk. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. I would... I would yeah, the thing that sucked is because my back, my back wasn't fucked up. Dude, every night I would just go out and rage and be like, fuck, I don't care about working, you know, in the morning. But, uh, unfortunately... Oh, God. That sucks, Mike. Uh, let me bring you up to speed. Uh, All right. I I, we do not have any special guests this week because you weren't here... And I feel that if I was going to have James, our drummer over, I feel like you should be here with us. I don't want to have James fired. Nothing against, you know. But there is a picture floating on the Internet of James naked doing yoga with some other men. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that picture. You know, it's crazy that one of his friends found that picture, and we don't know how his friend found that picture. So it's kind of a strange situation. I mean, was his friend on a gay porn site? I don't know. Uh, as you know, we are, we are very gay-friendly here in D.C., and all my friends. Oh, uh, dude, you know, my, my, it's true. My, my buddy, Tom, uh, he's a uh, former police uh, chief. I just ran into Tom. Tom is one of the main organizers of the D.C. Gay Parade. I was just talking to him about hey, it. And, uh, yeah, and he said that the parade went great this year. And he said the Marriott um, was actually a really big sponsor of this year's uh, Gay Pride Parade. And he was really stoked about that. And they, uh, they did pretty good financially on it. So he's, he's excited. I'm just, you know, my, I guess my fe- it's not really a fear. I, I'd rather not. You know, have James violate me? 
mean, he's a muscular dude. He could probably take me. You know what I mean? Like, if we're here in my apartment by myself, drink, drinking a couple beers, one thing leads to another. Next thing you know, I'm being, well, viola- being violated. Well, the other thing is that James, ever since he added a Z to his first name, the end of his first name, his yes. personality has completely changed. Um, I remember when you know he went to the NBA and he officially changed his name to James. Uh, yeah. That yoga picture came out within days of him doing that, and ever since then, I I, I agree with you. He's just a different person. He's kind of scary. <laughs> well, yeah, we kind of got off track there. What I was trying to tell you, Mike, is that uh, the new James Bond movie, 007, the new 007, the featured track is going to be sung by Sam Smith. Now, Sam Smith, to me, is the same person as Ed Sheeran. Uh, so I was like, immediately, I, I, you know, I've kind of ranted about this already, so I don't want to spend too much time. But I'm like, Sam Smith is going to be singing the lead track for the 007 movie. I mean, but you know, then I went back, and I looked, I'm like, well, this is super lame. But I went back in time, I Googled James Bond theme song, and you know what? Most of the theme songs are pretty lame. Except for Duran Duran's If You Do a Kill. Yeah, Can we agree on that? We, we can agree on that. You know, it's not that they're lame. They're, they're kind of like that classic sort of big band, double seven feel. So when I say lame, I'm not, they're actually kind of good songs. They're they're well composed and they sound good, but they're not. They don't kick ass. Like James Bond kicks ass. And I think you're going yeah. to enjoy. I think you're going to enjoy some of the uh, selections. If I was in charge of the soundtrack, uh, you're going to be, you're going to enjoy listening back to this podcast, Mike. Uh, you're going to agree with me wholeheartedly. Wholehearted. Mm. There's a hole in my heart that can only be filled by you. We've already right. done that. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to talk to you a little about something. This is kind of like the main subject, I guess. I went to South Carolina with Marsha Lopez, and we had basically 10 hours to and fro. And that whole 10 hours, well, first I discovered Marsha is a very good travel companion for myself because she wanted to listen to Hair Man the whole way down. So we listened to Hair Nation to and fro. Oh, my God. And I remember, so some of these songs brought back memories, and especially the Hollywood sounds. You know what I talk about, about the Hollywood sounds? I'm talking about, like, the Faster Pussycat, L.A. Guns, Junkyard. And this is not part of the L.A. sound or the Hollywood sound, but Every Mother's Nightmare. You ever heard of them? I've never heard of that, heard of that band. But these bands uh, kind of changed the way I approached my, my vocals, like, as a lead singer for a band, because I've been trying to sing like Mark Slaughter. I've been trying to sing like the guy from ACDC. You know, I'm trying to scream and use a high pitch. I just do not have that kind of voice. So when I hear these guys, like the guy from Junkyard, you got from L.A. Guns, and like, uh, oh, Mike Patton from Base of the Moor, I changed my vocal style. And next thing you know, my band started to gain a little traction because I wasn't trying to sing outside of my range or outside of my comfort zone. Or I, just, I guess I just didn't sound great singing those high pitch. And I used to lose. I could, I could sing that way for about two minutes, and then I had to just lose my voice, basically. Uh, so well, these, bands, these bands changed the way I sang. Because I wasn't trying to sing. I mean, I could sing like these, I could sing like these guys. Uh, well, you you, you raised a bunch of... Uh, man, I got so many things going through my head right now. I'll, I'll have to talk about the James Bond thing with you another time. In terms of uh, what you were just talking about, though, I think one of the cool things about music is, like, is your limitations, is working within your limitations. And, like, take a band like the White Stripes, you know, like Jack White, he purposefully had the limitation of like, okay, I'm going to play guitar and sing. We're not going to have a bass player and you're going to play drums and you're not the best drummer. So I have to like craft great songs. Um, and we're going to, you know, use the tools that we do have and work within 
our, our talent and, and not go outside of them. And so in that way, the limitations are, is kind of what dictates the sound and, and the style and the songwriting. And I think that's yeah. really cool as opposed to like trying to do stuff that you can't quite do. I feel like our band sometimes kind of falls into that trap of trying to maybe sometimes do stuff we can't quite do. Um, right. I'm not saying like vocally, but some of our, some of our parts, um, and, and it, I think it's cooler, better to simplify things down like Oasis, make it as simple as possible and, and do what you can do and fucking kick ass at it. Um, and you know, try to be yourself as much as you can and try not to like copy other people. Right. So yeah, and totally. Once you find that's, I, I think that's the key to being a successful band, finding that, finding what your niche is and what you're good at. And well, I think we have, I think. I don't. I don't. Maybe we haven't. <laughs> Have we? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, haven't listened, I, haven't, I haven't listened to our music in a long time. Um, but I think we definitely had moments where we did, like for sure, like uh, the song "Writing" that we recorded. Uh, your song. I mean, I think that song's really tight on the record. I don't think there's any, you know, overplaying really. It's just like pretty, pretty tight. Um, All right. So I'm gonna we pause right now so I can you know, edit that song every night. Ready? We pause. This is DC Flow. First time on the podcast. DC Flow, my band. This song is called Riding. We'll play a few minutes of this.
All right, that's DC Flow. You can find that tune on SoundCloud under Jumpin' Jack Chad. Jumpin' without the G. Download it for free, man. Let's get back to the phone call. But there's a couple of songs that I, a couple of songs that I heard on the way down that stuck out. One is L.A. Guns, Never Enough. Uh, that's that song. I'm gonna, I'll play. I'll play it for you. I mean, I'll, I'll, cool. I'll put it in. But that song, I love that song. Never Enough by L.A. Guns. Another song. So we already kind of did a couple of junkyard songs, right? And a couple of faster pussycats. I don't think we've done faster, faster pussycat. I really like the faster pussycat song. Two songs. I like the song when my ship comes in. Have you heard that okay. song? When my ship rolls in. Let's see if you have that one. And then the other one, right. of course, is House of Pain is a great song. Yeah, but the band. I'm gonna give a shout out right now. Speaking of shout outs, I'm gonna shout out to Mike Zuccaro, Jeffrey Moore, and Jamie Franck. These are the members. That's the that's the that's the member of the the members of the band Teaser, my band from the late eighties, early nineties. And we did a cover of Faster Pussycat, Bathroom Wall. So I'm gonna play that one because because uh, it has some um, has history, has I have memories for that song. Awesome so man. Yeah, Bathroom Wall by Bath, Faster Pussycat. And I think the junkyard. Uh, I picked Simple Man. Do you remember the song Simple Man by Junkyard? Yes, I do. I know that song by Junkyard. Yes, I do know that. It's good. Great. So uh, here's Never Enough by L.A. Guns.
That's LA Guns with Never Enough off their greatest hits album. Alright, my second pick for my Hollywood bands. Junkyard, Simple Man. Self-titled album, Junkyard. Thank you, Spotify. I don't know what I would do without you. Once again, that's Junkyard with Simple Man. 
That's me, Simple Man. So uh, some of the feedback was, play more music, Chad. Hey, Jumpin' Jack, play some more music. So I hope you're enjoying the, the music today that we've picked, selected for you. Again, here's a shout-out once again to my old band, Teaser. T-E-E-Z-E-R with Jeff Moore. Mike Zuccaro and Jamie Franck. We covered this song on the Virgin Teaser Show. 1990, 89, I don't know. Yeah, this brings back some memories. My purple Ibanez. Oh, yeah, a lot of people ask me because they listen to the podcast, you know, people all over the world, country. Um, I don't know. It's, it's uh, oh, yeah, t- today kind of sucked. I was on a, some in Seattle. And yep. by the way, I'm, I'm going to the Jimi Hendrix, uh, the Experience Museum. The, I think it's called the EMP Museum, Experience Music Project Museum, on Tuesday. 
So I will hopefully get some uh, some cool nuggets and maybe I can share on the next podcast. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it because I'm a Jimi Hendrix fanatic. Uh, but anyway, on the flight up, um, it's four hours or five oh, hours from D.C. I'm in the middle seat and I'm each side is a big fucking two fat guys that both seem like they were hungover. They smelled so bad. And they a little, little cold war for the armrest, which sucked. So I had no armrest, and I had to sit there, and I started having a kind of a panic attack. I'm like, I, you know, because I realized this is five hours. Like, how the fuck am I going to get comfortable? And I, I can't sleep. Both these guys fell asleep. And the, I did the only thing I could do to, to keep saying is I, I fucking ordered uh, Mad Max the movie, and I watched Mad Max. And then I watched the Rock, the Rock movie, uh, the one where there's an earthquake, which uh, uh, Mad oh, yeah. Max is pretty, is pretty good. Oh, dude, Mad Max, have you seen it? No. Okay, so there's this crazy part in the movie where basically every time the bad guys go on some mission and they're like, they're crazy, you know, uh, apocalyptic, fucking futuristic vehicles, there is a guy who uh, has a bunch of like, almost like Marshall Stack looking things behind him and he plays like heavy metal riffs with this guitar that shoots out flames. It's like yeah. so crazy. You have to Google it. I love Like throughout, throughout the movie, there's this guy, he's just like, whenever they go on like a mission, it would be the equivalent of in Star Wars if every time the stormtroopers and Darth Vader went to attack somebody, there was a guy in a flatbed truck, fucking playing like Pantera in the background. Like that's, that's literally, awesome. well, yeah. It's so. At first, I'm like, this doesn't fit the movie, but then I'm like, who gives a shit? It's awesome. I plan on watching it. I maybe I won't watch it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. I have nothing to do. I don't, I don't think, think it's appropriate for for uh, children. So um, you know, unless you want your children to grow up to uh, you know. Murder uh, animals, uh, like maybe. that dog you have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> am I again? No, I am. Hey, so Mike, thanks for calling in. Oh, it's my pleasure. And uh, all, on, you know, all on the side of the phone. I want to remind everybody that please keep, keep sending in the fan mail and jump in Jack Chat at Gmail. That's jump in without the G. Jump in Jack Chat at Gmail dot com. You can also go to jumpinjackchat.com. You can go to Facebook for Jumpin' Jack Chat. You can go to Instagram for Jumpin' Jack Chat. You can go to Twitter for Jumpin' Jack Chat. It's Jumpin' Jack Chat all over the place. Oh, my God. Uh, you can get Jumpin' Jack Chat tattooed on your forehead. Backwards okay. so that when you look in the mirror, it's forwards. Or we're not. Easy, we're easy to get a hold of if you have any suggestions, uh, any shout-outs, any requests you'd like to hear. Please email us. Uh, do whatever people do nowadays. You can tweet us. Do we have a Glory Days Twitter? Nah. I don't know. Here? We can talk about it. I think Jumpin' Jack Chat's probably good yeah. enough for now. If Glory Days blows up, then yeah, we would have to do Glory Days Twitter, Glory Days Facebook, and do a whole whole thing. But for now, Jumpin' Jack Chat is good. All right, everybody. Let's send like, one more high five. We're getting a new job. Everybody virtual high five. Three, two, one. High five! Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Uh, I, I, I can feel your high fives. It feels awesome. I'd also like everybody to give Mike uh, some positive juju for his back. One, two, three. Positive juice, you go. All right, I think, I think that felt awesome, it, it dude. Jumped. That was. I feel a lot better. Yeah, I feel really oh, good. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I might be cured. Holy crapamole! Holy guacamole! <laughs> no, no, no. It still hurts. Fuck. Good try, though. Hey, um. So see if you can track down Courtney Love. Is she there? I, I'll be, I'm, uh, yeah, that's on my list during my lunch break. All right, man. So, uh, thanks for calling in. I'll see you next My week. My pleasure. Maybe we, get, maybe we get James on this thing. James with a Z. All right. All right, everybody. Glory days. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Peace. Peace.
Thanks again, Mike. How about we decide to send all requests to Twitter, Jumpin' Jack Chad on Twitter. Any shout-outs or requests you may have, just send them there. That's easy enough, right? 